0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land this podcast is recorded on and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging.
1: The Vale Podcast, hit straight down the middle by the Robinvale Golf Resort.
0: Three episodes in a week. I am lucky I enjoy the sound of my own voice. But Ali Kappa, our State MP, has been in Parliament all week, which is why it's been hard to catch her. So we figured that just before one o'clock on a Friday might work, so, once again, we've rocked up to the Robinvale Golf Club and taken over the boardroom. Many thanks to them, and it's very convenient, I know. Beers and pizza to follow, one would suggest. But we've also managed to drag Trav Bussell in to talk about the valedictory dinner this Friday night. And if you're sick of politics, roads, and water, you can skip forward to about 26 and a half minutes for Trav's bit. It's a podcast, after all, not the wireless. And it's made for the people of Robinvale by the people of Robinvale. So, you have the power. Let's start with Ellie. It's a very special edition of the Vale podcast today because it's Friday and it's beer o'clock so I thought we'd come to the golf club and call Ellie Kappa. How are you, Ellie? <laughs>
2: How's your week been? Good, thank you, Jade. Yeah, the week's been busy, it's a very busy week. We've been in Parliament. Oh, yes, um, it was a same week this week. Yeah, that's why you've yeah, been was, so hard yeah, to yeah. get hold of. Hard to get, yeah, probably, yeah, that's right, exactly. So we've been... Um, you know, in and out of the chamber and, and doing lots of things, having lots of meetings and, you know, covering up on um, lots of bits and pieces. It, it's a, it was the second last sitting week for the year. Um, so, yeah, pretty pretty big year for me.
0: It is a pretty big year for you. So can we first yeah. talk about, um, before the boys get on and have their two bobs with, can we talk about yeah. your protest outside of Parliament a couple of weeks ago with old mate yeah, fixing sure. the roads, who I love.
2: I oh, love real? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he? he does, yeah, yeah. So his, his, his real name is Brad. <laughs> um, I'm happy to call him yeah, yeah, well, he's a good Will. You know, it's hard. it's hard working with Will because you don't know if he's in character or not through the day. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, he's um he's a kid who grew up in the Mallee, so he went to um to school in Mildura, and I think he left when he was. I think oh, uh, early twenties or late teens, sort of, and um, so he, know, he knows our region well. So he's got that real connection, and um, and and he's, he's, he's even though he's been in Melbourne for a long time, he's really able to slip back into being a a mallee boy, <laughs> which is great. That's hilarious. You um, and, to tell. And, he's, and he's passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's great. So, so obviously. We've been really, um, you know, careful to to tell people that look, we we're not, you know, it, it's satire but serious satire. So we're sort of using, I guess, humour to make a serious point. You know, we're not making light of of the issue of roads because, of course, it's not a light topic. It's a it's a topic of, you know, deep um, concern for people. Um, but but we just sort of wanted, I guess, to bring something a little bit different and unique to this particular advocacy project and and that's what we came up with and we we think it's really helped to get people's attention so so that's, that's a good thing
0: it absolutely has helped get attention how yeah. uh, what's the reaction been from the other MPs within
2: parliament about the whole yeah, campaign? yeah well I, look i think i think for the most part um, the government understands that you know, it's it's my job um, as an independent MP to be able to use every single uh, 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 way, trick in the book to to get their attention, to apply pressure, to be able to voice my community's um, needs really loudly and visibly. Um, at the same time, I understand I need to work with the government. You know, so so it's kind of a bit of a fine line sometimes. But but I think for the most part, the government certainly um understands uh, you know that this is part of my job as an independent MP um, and they are absolutely under no illusions now as to the nature of the issue. I think everybody in state parliament <laughs> has a yeah. um Milduris Road roads issue and I think probably one of the most famous roads in the whole state at the moment is the um, is the Robin Barter Sea Lake Road. I so think it, it is. serves its purpose. Yeah. yeah,
0: I even saw on the Herald Sun Facebook page today they were talking about a pothole in Pakenham, um, and the barrage right. that that post copped about country roads and um, yeah, Robinvale Sea Lake Road. I'm like, wow, things yeah. are actually yeah, yeah. yeah. When things about city roads have gone up on a city newspaper, um, country people are actually standing up and having a crack, which is really good.
2: Which is which is great, and that's mm. exactly what we need to do. You know, yeah. so um, you know, and, and it was good because you know, I, you know, um, Neil Mitchell from Three AW. Like so, why are you doing this? I'm like, well, because Neil, I I raised this in question time yesterday, and you didn't call me then, did you? You (laughs) Exactly. yeah. You know, you've got to shake things up a bit to be able to get, get your issues on the radar. And, and, and it was really important for us, too, you know, to, to get that um, that metro audience because then they can start to make the connection between the quality of our roads and the food they're eating. That's right. You know, and, and they, they can think about, you know, their connections with regional areas. I mean, they would know the ripple effect if one of their relatives who was in a country area is killed. They're certainly going to feel those effects in the city. You know, it's, it's in all of our interests, whether it's about... Safety of our families, or it's about you know efficiency of our freight. It's in the whole state's interest that, that our roads aren't neglected. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that's what we're on about. And um, the, the premier is very clear. The roads minister is very clear that um, of all of the roads in our electorate, based on our survey results, um, we did extensive consultation with our electorate that the top one um, that needs attention first is Robin Vale to Sea Lake. Hooray. So that, that's top of our hit list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... So they're all very aware of that and we're just going to fight as hard as we can to get that $23 million. Mm, Fingers
0: crossed. The irreverent way to go yeah. about it is always a favourite too and you're right, that'll always get attention. So we also have Donnie and Rob here who you've spoken to both of these boys before. Um yep. They have rocked up, of course. They've got a little bit more... Um... I'm in. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> How you
2: going,
0: Ali? Hi, Go Ali. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How you going? So Rob's got yeah, a heap good. of notes and That's stuff good. in front of him. No, you haven't. Yeah. What,
3: what is that? That looks like paper with notes on it. I'll start. I'll Just start scroll. off. Uh, Ali, thanks for organising the water minister and getting her to listen. Yeah. Um, is there any indication when she will be coming? Yeah. I, I
2: think um, it was going to. Be, I think it was going to be the fourth or the fifth of December. Okay. Um, but I'll have to double check because um, since our actual meeting, our face-to-face meeting, um, her staff has been liaising with Jimmy, my Parley advisor. Oh, okay. So yeah, I just, yeah. I would need to get a specific update to know exactly when.
3: Yeah. How she you got any idea how we're going to run it? Is it going to be a open meeting, or is she going to meet? Just certain growers, or uh, obviously, yeah. In well,
2: and well, my yeah. So, so we're we're kind of um working that out now. So, yeah. I've my main um contact on the ground here in Mildura is um councillor Anthony Cirillo, who's a um, yep. um, mate of mine and yep. um former council colleague, and also a table grape grower. Yeah. Um, he also has c- contact in Robinvale. You know, yep. the grower community yeah. there. So I spoke to him about what he thought about the, the format, I and mean, then I spoke to David Cameron as well. Yep. Um. And what we sort of all thought as a starting point, and, and this is going to be put to the rest of the growers that um, we have like a an open like an open forum. But um, yep. you know, but, but certainly, I mean, my my message I'll be open. up Open and honest about is that if we've got the minister's ear, we just want to make sure it's as constructive as it possibly can be. Yeah. Um, so, I so want to keep it open, but I just want people to be mindful of that, that, you know, if it kind of gets too emotional or whatever, um, it, it, it just might be counterproductive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that's what we want to do. So, I'm going to I plan. Um, because she is going to be coming to Robbenvale as well as Mildura to kind of set up, I guess, one key meeting in Mildura and one key meeting in Robin vale. yeah. Um And th- it might be a mix. Like, I, I reckon we-, we need an open forum, but then there might also just be a smaller discussion yeah. perhaps with just a couple of representatives so there's not too many voices in the room Yeah, because um, right. sometimes I th- that can get hard.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, emotions might... Might spill it If no, um, you've uh, been to enough golf yeah. forums yeah. to know now yeah. what happens Which when I you get understand. a heap of personalities yeah. in the room, and she- yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Which I understand. I mean, it's an emotive issue. I'm not trying mm. to minimise that. Mm. Just, I see you know, we've got. Sort of um,
3: I know not. I don't know if you know, we've got six percent allocation today. Increase of six percent, so we're up to forty eight percent. Um, yeah, which is more than what we all expected. Uh, we thought we maybe mm. two two percent max, but we'll take the yep. six. But we just hope it keeps coming. That's all. So, um, but yeah, so I see. Well, um, there was a press release from the Victorian Water Minister saying that they're not going to release any environmental water to us anyway. Um, yeah. Do you know much about that? Actually, yeah. We, so, oh, sorry.
2: No, I was
1: going to yeah. say, Ali, because we actually had a Lower Murray water meeting last night. And the um, Commonwealth environmental uh, water holder um, person was there speaking and they were saying that going by the Act, they're actually, they can't release any water. Mm, that's right. To the, um, to anywhere apart from uh, for human consumption. Mm. And mm. if there's risk of uh, spillage, they're mm. going to lose their carrier. And we've
0: got a meeting with the environmental water holder with council but, next week.
1: But mm. the thing is, yeah. if there's an extremely low allocation, they can actually go onto the water market and buy water.
0: Mm. Well, they're another water holder.
2: Yeah. But yeah. So, so they can trade like as like, if they're at anyone else, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, you obviously would have seen uh, pictures of the Hatter Lake in the Hatter Lakes with the fish during the week in social media. Um, for those uh, dead, dead I, I fish. The dead fish in the Hadda Lake.
2: Well, no, who, who was who was um showing those photos? What, uh, what page just, were they on?
0: Uh, Rod McKenzie, I reckon, shared yeah, one of them. Yeah, don't you keep up with your your um Murray cod fishing pages, Holly? <laughs> 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 no.
2: Well, not not this week, but um, well but maybe I can mean, check it out. But I <laughs> <laughs> it's cod opening but soon. Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, there was um sorry. just a Lake, so it was a heap of dead fish, and it, I think it come to light sunday morning and yeah. um, they're, they're finishing up
1: on their um on their watering out there
3: at the yeah mm. and yeah all the dead fish so obviously um the environment my environmental flows are probably not as good as what they think at the moment have you been under the bridge at ronville lately ali no where there's a, there's a creek that's been flooded through the you know obviously the river being high and the water's just all stagnant and gone to blue green algae and all that kind of stuff and yeah, gone to black water yeah. and it's just a waste absolute waste of water so um but you know we're hoping that if the water minister comes down she listens to us and i think if we keep making noise something might come come out of it so she's obviously yeah
1: well at least she's obviously um quite aware of the uh you know the situation how bad it it could get in the next few years if she's yeah, make it.
2: yeah look and 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 the i mean the the um the impression I, I got from her and and sincerely is that she's concerned you know she she gets that this is a this is a um a major issue for, for me and for my community and that mm-hmm. you know we we need to we we need people to have confidence that every decision that is being made is being made um you know uh, Based on, on common sense, based on good science, not, um, sketchy science, you know, that, um, that water going to the environment is, is absolutely necessary. Um, and that, that our farmers can, can know that, um, the government's got, got its back, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we put out a, a statement on water recently, um, saying that, look, you know, we, we fully support and encourage that wherever there can be consensus on, um, the availability of water, you know the sufficiency of environmental flows. That, that anything further is is uh, made available to our farmers. Um, you know we made really clear that um, you know we we support um, you know scientific reviews of, um, for example, you know the um, the level of, of environmental watering for the lower lakes. Um, we want to make sure that, um, that there's. what well, we would like to see a royal commission so that we can find out exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who who needs to be named, shamed, blamed, put in jail, whatever you want um, or whatever is needed in terms of the north of the basin because we know that, um, that when when dodgy dealings happen up there, um, especially when they can pump low rivers, especially when they're allowed to take all the water they want when when the, the rains do come, that's going to put more pressure on our system and ultimately the darling and ultimately the Murray. Yep. Um. So you know, I mean, uh, look, I, I yeah, I, I I don't think I can solve it. I'm not trying to yeah. be too ambitious about me as one Victorian MP, but I think if, if all of the River MPs can do their bit, um, that can help to give our farmers confidence. Have you spoken that
3: we're to um in in Webster about the issue, Ali? Like last time we spoke, and, you,
2: um,
4: you said
3: yeah. you were going to have a word to her. Like you're doing all you can for us, and we're really grateful for that. But we haven't really heard much come out of her mouth about the issue.
2: Uh, yeah. Look, I, I don't know. I mean, I. This is a. Look, this this might be a controversial statement, but um, yeah. you know, I, in my in my discussions with the environmental water holder, one of one of the concerns, the overriding concerns, is about, um, is about climate change. You know, that um, if if it is the case that we're going to be facing more arid conditions, where rainfall is, rainfall events are fewer and, and more far between, um. And, and and this becomes the new normal as opposed to, you know, an occasional incident that um, we're in a bit of trouble. Now, I, I see that, you know, we, we've got the issue at the moment of the fires and, and the federal government is really insistent and government is really insistent that we do not talk about climate
0: change. Yeah, they really are, um, aren't they? And, and that's really starting uh, yeah, to and that get goat. It. it really is. And I think it's starting to annoy everybody, particularly with the um, the bushfires at the moment and the, the former CFA chiefs that have come out in the media this week's you know, that have said that eight years ago we yeah. approached the government and said told them that this was going to happen and they didn't want to know about it. So there's clearly some sort of political game playing going on behind the scenes there um, well, that are yeah.
2: just, um, you know, someone's lying the comments I mean, of I,
0: someone that doesn't want to talk about it. And well, is that the it's, coal it's, miners? It's the coal
2: industry. Yeah, right. I mean, it's the coal industry. I mean, it, that, that's the thing. Like we were talking about a, you know, at the turn of the Industrial Revolution, 20th century form of um, energy, which is just it's killing it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know that there's a lot of people that have made a lot of money from it. I know that um, there's a lot of people who still make money from it. I know that there's, you know, family empires and, um, you know, state empires that have been built on coal, and, and, and that's fine, but, but the party's over. Yeah. yeah. It, it just can't continue because the inconvenient truth is it's killing us. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and we, we, at some point, need to have that conversation. And so I think... Um, so that that would be what I would at least like to see Anne say, mm, you know, because um, because we because w- what what we want and and we do have some control over this. If if it was something that was just completely out of our control, it was it was purely a natural phenomenon. That would be one thing, but but. There's been yeah. scientific consensus for more than 30 years saying we are contributing to this. Yeah. And, and we, 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 we can maybe not stop it now because that time may have passed, but we can certainly um, stop it from getting worse. Mm. So why wouldn't we? And slow it you know, down. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, because that, because that that that's ultimately – when I spoke, spoke to the environmental water holder um, last week, she was really clear that. You know, yeah, the corruption north of the basin has been bad. Yes, there's been other things that have undermined um, you know, the the allocations and things like that for our farmers. But but the overriding thing is climate change. It's the fact that we're just not getting the rainfall we're used to. Uh, um, I, I read an article sorry. I read an article no, today about
0: know. the the erroneous science that the Murray Darling Basin Plan was developed on. Um, mm. and that was pretty much saying i can't even remember where i found the article it came up on one of my feeds talking about mm. how the science at the murray darling basin plan was um was written on um including mm. the allocation of environmental water to a commonwealth water holder that the science is yeah. completely flawed um and i think that's i think that's being proven at the moment I think the plan. I, Whoa. in my opinion, and and I don't know whether you know, but we have a new mayor in the Swan Hill Rural City Council, Councillor Bill Moore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he had a really good conversation with Ann Webster a couple of weeks ago, and <laughs> Bill has read the Water Act. He's read the plan. Um, he knows the ins and outs of the the. The industry, the water industry, as far as he can, I suppose. And, and he posed a couple of questions to her. But again, it, it seems that there's a conversation that just doesn't want to be had.
2: Yeah, well look, I mean, I, I, and I mean, and it goes both ways. So, you know, we, with some of the science, like in terms of the, the amount of water that was going to be delivered back to the environment under the Murray-Darling Basin plant, so the, the 3, it was originally 2,750 and then it became 3,200 through various water-saving initiatives. That was always a low-end compromise. So, so based on, on the science, the, the, the basic science is going to be to, to, to um, get this river to a healthy state. It, that, that number should never have had a two in front of it. It probably should have had it in the high threes. So, and, and the Murray-Darling Basin um, Plan at the time didn't have all of the available climate data that it does now. So possibly when that plan is reviewed based on the science incorporating climate change, the environment might need more yeah. to be healthy. Don't, so you we've think that, be don't you
0: think it's time that we – on Q&A a couple of weeks ago with Hamish McDonald, there was a gentleman, and I can't remember his name, um, but mm-hmm. he was representing um, the First Peoples Nation and he made a really good point that we've been managing the river systems for 60,000 years. Don't you think it's time that you listen to us and listen to nature a little bit more rather than trying to manipulate nature?
2: Yeah, look, and and I I, I think that that probably the, I mean, you know, um, politicians, um, you know, I think um, they may have something to offer here. You know, um, they, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to put down um people who work in politics i work in politics and often they're smart people but they're not scientists um i think that that scientists are probably generally going to be more often than not the best qualified to make assumptions and whatever um alongside our indigenous elders you know the people who do have that that knowledge through thousands and thousands of years. Mm. I mean, I think that if you want to, and also farmers, because you know, farmers have been watching the weather like hawks, obviously, because their livelihoods have depended on it mm. for at least 100 years or 150 years. They're the best ones to decide this. The politicians are the least qualified to decide this. Correct. And one of the things that, that I think was problematic was when um, you know, certain political elements at a federal level, you know, in the last ten years have become too heavily involved and they've been moving those levers in terms of the Murray Darling Basin Plan based on politics, not science, and not intergenerational knowledge of those rivers. Um, I think if we if we if we got if we gave, gave more credit to the farmers, the Indigenous elders and the scientists, we'd be in a better place than if we listened to politicians.
0: I was talking to an Indigenous elder yesterday um, about that and a few other issues, and and it is that intergenerational knowledge that gets passed down from generation to generation to generation. And some of the things you, you know, some of the questions he asked, I was like, well, that just seems to make too
2: much sense. Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to go. I have to go. I'm sorry. I know that we're on air, (laughs) but I have to go. No,
0: that's all right. We might try and catch you again next week. All right, or thanks, when the water comes.
3: Okay,
0: bye. Anyway, what do you make of that?
2: What do you make yeah, of that, Rob? Oh,
3: oh, oh sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so no, I'm a bit shocked at the moment, actually. So, yeah. um, no, I, what Ali was
1: saying was, uh, if you want to take her word for it, that yeah, climate change is real.
3: So, does that mean that? When do it you rains, think it is? What or do isn't we call
1: it when it rains? Then
3: luck. I, I don't luck. believe in climate but, change. That's my personal opinion because I think the environment goes through cycles, and it has for thousands of thousands of years.
1: Well, that's climate change.
3: But it's yeah, a but it changes, change but it changes it's it's in cycles. It's not that we've created climate change. No, That's what I'm
0: saying. You don't, don't believe we? in climate change the way no, that it's being exactly peddled through the right. media. Yeah,
3: because I've seen
0: pictures of the Mayo River dry hundred yeah. years ago. Yeah, remembering there there wasn't the infrastructure in place then. That's right. That, okay. that we have yes, now, but we <gasps> hadn't. Man hadn't meddled with the water, with the river systems to the point that it has been. But now. Jay,
3: my point is, is that there's. Thousands of megalitres running out to sea. Well, with that done,
1: I, we uh, sat down the other night, yep. it took about probably 20 minutes, and I went through in 2016 all the water that was flowing past here. Yep. look it up. And uh, from the 1st of October 2016 to the 11th of December 2016, it's an average of 75,000 megalitres a day flowing past. Flowing At the nice. moment, it's 15. That's, that's high river flow. Yep. Mm. So if you add all that up, you add it up to 5,188 gigalitres for that two and a half months. Yep. Take away the average uh, river flow. Evaporation. Evaporation, uh, seepage, blah, blah, blah. It's about 3,800 to 4,000 gigalitres mm. unaccounted for. Was this in 2016? 2016. Yeah. So they can say climate change and everything. Well, what happened to that water? Mm. Yep. That, you add that up, 80,000 hectares, yeah, that's enough uh, for five years, water. Five mm. years. Water. Oh, yeah, no, Between it's a lot of water. Swan Hill and mm.
0: Yeah, so. Bill Moore has has d- I've chewed his ear off about it at length, and yeah. we're going to get him next yeah. next Friday actually. Um, so to
1: me, that would make sense that you would build weirs, mm. storage
0: here, and that was happening yeah. up until about the when was the last one the seventies, yeah. and then it stopped.
3: I do agree what Ali said about um, obviously listening to farmers and Aboriginal elders about. The weather, because mm. you know, I think they're the best. Oh, look, Scientists can be paid to say whatever they want. Scientists I, are also funded
0: by exactly. certain people.
3: So for me, you've got to be listening to these people because they know. I think um, John Curran, mm. right, he, mm. he, old farmer, um, been in the game for mm. years, he's pretty spot on what he says when it's going to rain. Yeah, he's been around yeah. a long time. So he knows. It, why don't they actually take some advice from these people instead of – Getting your scientists in Mm. and saying, "Oh, you know, like they're telling us it's not going to rain. It's going to bloody rain. Mm. It is going to rain. Now, might not be this year. Might not be next year, but it will. And when it does, but all we need, we only need need average. We only need average rain to to fill the dams anyway. Mm. Because a good rain event will fill the dam. But imagine
0: if we had another dam to catch a heap more water. We got told we're not going to have any more dams. No, that's what I mean. But imagine if we did. So it
1: wouldn't even matter if they weren't. Near the
3: Dartmouth. No, the no, they could yeah. be along the river. Yeah, of course they could. That's Jade, right. all, yeah,
1: but um, so what it seems to
3: me is that we we just we just hitting our heads against a brick
1: wall yeah. every day. So you are talking about the environmental water, Mm. now they're supposed to be the same as everyone else, mm. but yet in the 2016 17 season mm. they carried over 361 megalitres. Yes, uh, correct. Gigaliters. Yes,
0: gigaliters. And
1: so if you got six percent today, that because everyone else lost their carryover. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and how does that happen? Everyone lost. 100% So, what was the allocation over. in that in that year? Hundred oh. percent, but we lost hundred percent carryover. Correct. Over. They yeah. told us to buy carryover. Yeah. So, if you've got another six percent today, so is the environmental water holder. So do Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're just another water holder like everybody else. Robert, what a question for you. Out the road there is um, Lake Powell and Lake Carpal that are dry. So why couldn't we? These in this. Incredible amount of gigalitres that the environmental water holder, whether it's Victoria, whether it's Commonwealth, why can't we kill two birds with one stone? Instead of flooding Haddle Lakes, why can't we fill up those lakes and put in infrastructure so you're taking care of the the environment with the fauna reserves out there, put in infrastructure so the irrigators on that side of the highway can pump from there rather than having to set up infrastructure all the way to the river?
1: Yeah, but what you said was smart. Yeah. (laughs) No, but... (laughs) And give and
3: it's, un- not, it's not lying in anyone's pockets. They'll give the argument yeah, that
1: that the evaporation losses will counteract for that. That's what
3: That's what the argument same is. As they're the argument. still
0: going to sit out in the weather anyway Jay, and evaporate. Same
3: as the argument with the fish dying at Hatter. It's the same argument. You know? It's. It's. They're going to give you a, a made-up response, hit the button, send it to anybody who wants to know about it, mm. and it's, oh, it's carp, it's this and that, oh, we knew that was going to happen. The MDBA plan, when it was...
1: First talked about John Howard done a speech mm. at the press club, and yeah. he he actually said, "I've got it." That uh, works to the Barmachoke and the Menindee Lakes. Mm. So somewhere
3: along the line, it's been gone. That, that, that part there
1: got left out. Yeah, yeah And yeah. it also says about in dry years more security for uh, water users, yeah. And
3: in the and then wet years for the environment, we'll sh- but yeah, it's but just yeah, we just somehow that's all got lost. Well, we look, we got a. Be diplomatic. Thank Ali for actually listening to us because no, she's more, done well More than what a lot yeah. of other people are doing at the moment. Mm. Um,
0: Ali's been really good, though. There is not many MPs that would make themselves available at 4 no. 30 on a Friday afternoon no, no, when I go, Can we call you for a podcast?
3: Yeah. There's not many that would do that. No, no so we're grateful. Very uh, grateful. And yeah. we're grateful she set up the, the meeting for the water minister. Mm. Um, and we hope that something will come out of that. Mm. But um, Fingers crossed.
0: No, it's Rob, good. thanks for coming in. You better no, go and get yourself no a beer. Thanks, um, We're going to catch up with Trav, who's just had his 14th birthday. You've been waiting very patiently, Travis. Thank not you. A, not
4: a problem. Trav, how you going, mate? Good. I'm happy to be here. It's That's a good. beautiful Friday afternoon. A little bit windy, but
0: I actually thought you might have been playing golf. It's Twilight Golf. He's got a prior engagement together oh, I'm uh, busy. Oh, I'm a busy man. You are a busy man. New baby. How's he going?
4: Yeah, little Tommy's doing well. That's he's, good. Um, oh, I was going to say he's sleeping well. He's not, but I'm sleeping <laughs> well. So <laughs> I was going to say
3: how many times you change that nappy, mate?
4: Oh, countless. Yeah, really? I couldn't give you a figure. Mm. Oh
3: shit. <laughs>
4: No. Happy birthday
3: for during the week, no, too. No, Melina, she Thanks. tell you to get out of the way. Yeah, not very <laughs> fair, Probably fair enough, not too.
0: competent. I would question the structural integrity of a nappy if Travis was putting it together. Mm. In fact, you know, I'd probably question the structural integrity of anything if Travis yeah, was putting I'm it together. Yeah, I'm flat out putting
4: my own jocks on, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Valedictory Dinner tonight. Yes. Clontarf, how many Year 12s of Clontarf uh, got? We've got
4: two this year, so Andrew and Peter. Awesome. Yeah, the young fellas, uh, they've um, done really well over the last couple of years and got through. Super proud, yeah. Andrew Villanotti. Really really no, sorry. Um, Andrew oh. Baxter Mannix and yeah. Peter Marks. Ah, oh, Peter Marks. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's fantastic. Over the moon.
0: Yeah. Have you twelve exams finished? Just about
4: gone. Mm, yeah. Last they're week. They're done. Yeah. yeah well, there
3: oh, was oh, a, no, 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 no. There was a couple no. that are still going. Yeah. No. It I depends think, what
4: subject yeah. you're doing, I suppose. Well, that's right. Yeah. Mm.
3: yeah. Yeah. I think they're still going actually. Yeah. Mm. Your nephew James is. Um, Started working for me, so he's not even Is doing he? his exams. So yeah, he's done a school based in impre- uh, apprenticeship yep. throughout the year, and now he's uh, full time. So very good. Mm. Yeah, so mm. I've got him doing all the crappy slave jobs, labour. Crappy jobs all I don't want to do. So.
0: Oh, don't say slave labor.
4: Oh, no. That's a dirty <laughs> word around here. Oops, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he gets smoke on lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Moving
0: on, you're allowed to do that. My parents did that with me. We, we picked stone fruit ah. when we were teenagers, and never, ever, ever got Jay. paid. And now ever. you know,
4: and now you know what hard work is.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. I don't. I, I used to love it though, but they were different days back then. He used to get backpackers, that was good and, life. and yeah, and the um. The like the uni kids used to come back and work and I mean really yeah, how, work. how good was it? It was awesome. I've you got some morning of the best smaker, memories. Yeah, morning
3: smoke Yeah, well, and then you get you know, afternoon smoke and it was. No, nah, we're
0: never out there that late. But my sister, she she played it perfectly. She's younger than me. She's a bit smarter than me. She used to oh come hey. out. She'd go out for shut up. <laughs> she'd go out for an hour and then go, oh, Dad, I'll go and make the morning tea. Yeah. So well. she'd go home well with enough yeah with enough time to actually bake a cake. Yeah. Fill up the butter. Ba- they had this big old basket and bring out the thermos and stuff. That old old, old. Yeah, were the good days. going to say no once he's,
4: once he's had that. No, of course not. She no. offers again. He's not going to say and no. And she was
0: useless
3: down the paddock. Smart girl, but useless worker. Oh, there's always room for. Uh, yeah, you got to know your your niche in the that's in the family right. business. Everybody, right. everybody yeah. plays their role. That's exactly. exactly right. I it's don't like cook. A footy team play your role. Yeah,
0: that's it. That's right. Hey, speaking of footy,
3: no, we weren't. You no, know, anyway. we, we are <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> we yep. can't. Now we may as well. You're going to go back to training. How many concussions have you had 20, altogether? Uh, 23? No,
4: I was going <laughs> to say 25th, I think, is when training starts. Yes. Um, no, a couple of head knocks. Mm. A yeah. couple of hundred? Yeah. Mm. No, I'm not that many. Does I the concussion
0: there. disease concern you? Uh,
3: Shit, yeah. Not
4: right now. Yeah. No, you well, think obviously about it, it's not right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Do you think about it? Oh, I'm quite forgetful at the moment. So if you ask Melina, she probably thinks that it's having an impact now. But
0: no,
3: I, uh, I, I think I, there's
0: more people around than Melina that think it's having mm, an impact no, now. No, I
3: think it does. It is something yeah. worth looking at. Yeah, they've done studies on it. Yeah, mm. the science. The scientists have done studies on it. And I actually listened to Greg Williams. on. Yep. A, I was on doco. And, yeah, he got knocked out a fair few times mm. in his playing career. And he um he definitely thinks that... It's affected him, and even uh, American football. They, um, oh big yeah. yeah,
0: on the massive. concussion over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they, um, they're wearing they're they're hitting hard though. They even though look, they've they got helmets on yeah.
4: yeah, they um they've con- convinced Barnes? themselves they can't hurt their heads mm. with those helmets. Mm. So mm. no,
3: I I think um yeah you know, I've obviously been knocked out a couple of times and uh, I reckon it's slowed me down a bit mm.
4: anyway. Yeah, so. the more we learn about it, um, yeah. the more concerning it becomes. But so you're going to play or not? Yeah, I'll play. Ah, Pre-season so starts soon
0: mm. So you're going to go to training That was going to be my question Yeah Yeah, fantastic
4: a- Monday fortnight I think You're
0: going to wear a helmet this year?
4: I've got one It was quite oh. expensive that I brought And I think I wore it once at training And didn't look flash So I took it back off yeah. That doesn't
0: I oh, didn't look flash Are you serious? Yeah. I so you're going to let vanity Get in the way of your yeah, but, uh, health
3: it, it, does, yes. it does affect your vision I think
4: yeah, oh, and, I, I, yeah, I, I, and even your ability to hear. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can do well, a crunch more times wearing it mm. than without. Yeah. And you're a bit of a target as soon as you get a helmet on too. Yeah. Uh. Tar- Trav's a target anyway. Physical and verbal abuse.
0: <laughs> hey, um, the Clontarf, get, getting yes. back to talking about
4: what you're here for. Yeah, that's right. The
0: Clontarf Awards Night is coming up next yeah, week.
4: Yeah, next Wednesday, uh, Wednesday 20th, 5.30pm up at the uh, multi-purpose room mm. at Ronvald College. Really great night and I encourage everyone to get along. Big community event. Uh, we just want to celebrate the year that our young uh, ATSI boys have had and all their achievements because it's been a massive year um, full of ups and downs but you know that's the way life is and that's the mm. lesson we're trying to teach our boys that no matter what's going on if you persevere you always get through and um, that's what the night's about we're going to celebrate that. Awesome
0: what kind of awards do you give out?
4: Yeah so uh, we'll have we have a community award so you know a lad that puts his, puts himself out there in the community and um, you know apart from Volunteering, you know, just just being a good bloke around town, um, a friendly face. We have our who
0: judges just being a good bloke around town.
4: Me and Leon, because we're because fan- we're really good blokes. So Leon we, is. I don't know about know. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going. Um, no, so I have to
0: be on the defensive, Trav. Usually, yeah. I cop it from you, so yeah, I have no, to sort of I've
4: come in. I've come in pretty friendly this afternoon. Mm, you I have thought. actually. Um, yes, you're um, just
3: privileged <laughs> to our last conversation. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, healthy Lifestyle Award we've got this year that's being kindly donated by RDHS. Yeah. Um, so we're going to celebrate a young lad who obviously lives a healthy lifestyle because um, to be a you know a, a good young man you need to be healthy. And you need to be you know doing all the right things with your body. So we encourage that. Um, I think I think you're actually giving out the community award. Aren't you? I am giving out. the Counselor Community Councilor Jay award. Benham's mm. going to hand out the community award, which would be great.
0: Did you send me that email today?
4: Yep. You did not. <laughs> You'll get it Monday morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking for three days now. <laughs>
4: Super busy. Um, mm-hmm. No, that'll come through Monday. Uh, and then, you know, there's a couple others in between, but probably our biggest one is the Klontarf Spirit Award. So um, that's celebrating the lad who we think has um, really shone throughout the year and, and modelled all those values that we uphold with the Klontarf Foundation. So um, that's probably our biggest one, along with the, the Year 12 graduates, uh, mm. Peter and Andrew, who... Um, yeah, have now become role models yep. mm. for, for, for the the other boys.
0: Are they going on to further education?
4: So uh, Peter's actually at the moment he he had an early exit. Um, he finished his Vcal studies quite early uh, in term four, so he moved out into a uh, into a course ran through TAFE mm-hmm. uh, and and MVAC, and he's now getting his tickets in. Um, you know, a few different pieces of machinery. So he can hopefully go into the construction industry. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and Andrew Baxmanics actually works up at Andy Parker's uh, oh, and he's yeah. doing a, a mechanical mechanic. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, good. Apprenticeship. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I love to hear about yeah. apprenticeships, especially yeah. mechanics.
4: Yeah. Oh, it's great. And, mechanics and, are
0: becoming more and more rare, oh, I feel like.
4: I'm a mechanic by trade. Are you? Hmm. Really? Are you actually?
0: That's no crap. <laughs> seriously. Notice how neither of us know whether to actually take you seriously or not. I thought he was a... three to
3: 1997. Really?
4: Yep, diesel and Kenny. So when you hear Donny Falver, you think grapes and footy. You don't think mechanics, do Well, know?
3: that's it. So Max you've got Jones, a backup. Max Jones, Moore Street. No more apprenticeship. There you go. Yep. So you've got a backup. You yeah. can sell the farm tomorrow and... Absolutely and get hated it. every minute of it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, But no. you still completed it. Well, I completed it, yeah, but... um. I couldn't wait That'd to be get handy out. on the farm. Oh, though. yeah, no, it's really, really good. Like, I've mainly done diesel, so I don't work on my cars. Or so, you're like a that. qualified
0: diesel mechanic? Yep. Fanning Kim. That's. Mate, they service. make. You'd be making more money being a diesel mechanic than you would be growing grapes Diesels are
4: pretty easy to work on. <laughs> service your own tractors? Ah, uh, used to.
0: <laughs> or <laser logo>. Oh, lazy bugger. Oh, Have most a look under, at those hands, yeah, Travis. A, most they're most not the hands of anybody that does any manual labor. Those are the tractors. Like they're
3: all They're all. all. Computerized now, so it's all. It's all harder. So back then it was just pretty easy. Mm. Uh, yeah, but no, that dad, dad wanted me to get a trade. So I've done it. Smart man, your it's dad to
4: fall back on. It's yeah. Good.
3: yeah, that is yeah, good. no, So not many people remember that. So yeah, there you go. There
0: you the, go. The more that you happened know. before you were born, probably Travis. Where what were you,
4: well, you born? Well, two thousand and five. If I turned fourteen <laughs> last week, <laughs> yeah. what right. year were you actually born, Travis? Nineteen ninety-four. There you go.
0: So, you'd already started your apprenticeship before he was born? Yep. Hey, um, as far as
4: Clontarf goes, yep.
0: massive success turnaround stories?
4: Really big one for me this year. Uh, young fella Tyson Nelson, he's one of our year 10 fellas. Um, to be honest, we sort of thought we'd lost him midway through term three. Um, just sort of disengaged a little bit, uh, had different things going on, and I'll tell you what with the obviously the support of the program but it was really his mindset he changed and he just turned things around I think he's sitting at 95% attendance oh. he, missed, wow. he missed a couple of days because he was crook I think yeah. um, which was absolutely killing him because he was sitting at 100 and then week three or four he missed <laughs> a couple of days poor bugger um, but he's just done a complete 180 and, and that's what the program's all about mm. you know when our boys are down and out it's not the end of the world you know we're going to be there to support them uh, and, and help them turn it around and He's just kicking goals. He's gone from strength to strength. Really impressive.
0: That's awesome. Yep. So he's going to continue into year eleven next year.
4: Absolutely. And fantastic. then he will go into year twelve, and then he'll go out into employment. Yeah. He'll be a fantastic young man because he's already, he already is, and he'll continue to do that.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Now, obviously, the boys have got some pretty good mentors looked up up to with you and uh, Leon. So, you know, if they're listening to you and giving them good advice, which it would be, um, we try our best. Yeah. I, look. Who knows where they'd be? They probably wouldn't be attending school if you weren't there, you know, pushing them and telling them, how good it is for them to be at school. So, you know, you're doing a great job. Yeah, thanks. Mm. So. That. The Clontarf
0: Academy does, and I have this conversation often about the work that Clontarf do. Mm. Um, it's so important. Could you imagine where these kids would be without it?
4: it, it it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to say um, because, you know, they're all fantastic young men and, and like you know, I, heard, I heard you say something before, you know, about, you know, you got to find your niche and they've yeah. all got that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we need to encourage okay. our boys to be confident enough that, you know, they, they step out and they put themselves out there and they Most shy their guys, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once they actually figure out what they're good at, yeah. There's no stopping them. Mm. Mm. You know, and that's like any young person. Um, so that, that's like, yeah, that's the program. Mm. We just want our boys to excel and be confident themselves out there give things a go because before they know it, yeah. you know, they're just they're adults, yeah. mate. They're Could yeah, you yeah. imagine Kicking if goals.
0: every teacher thought like that? That's and I'm just thinking about historically my teachers at school. Like, I, I still haven't found my niche, but probably talking, I think you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk, yeah, um, but you know, if a lot of teachers back when I was at school just tried to hammer this subject into you and just didn't really,
3: yeah,
0: I had one, it took me until I was in year 11. I took one that, that sort of went, oh, you can write hmm. and you can talk. Let's work with that. And that was my English teacher. I hated English up to that yeah. point. Could you imagine if what Trav said then, every teacher just kind of went, everyone's got a niche, let's just find out what it is. And then you find, I think, just as being a parent, behaviour changes. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they've got something positive
3: to focus on. Well, most of the time, the kids at school, if they don't understand the work they're doing, they're going to be the class clown because yeah. they can't understand what they're doing. Yeah. But if, like you said, if someone puts a bit of time into them mm. and explains it and they get it, mm. they'll actually enjoy it and they'll knuckle down and do it. Mm. Um, and that's probably – you know, what, we, what we lack now is some probably oh, – yeah, I don't want to bag the teachers, but, you know, some teachers actually want to put a bit of time in. You know, like Marianne, Leslie's a good mm-hmm. example. She – Puts far too much. Time I was going to say she like, goes over and yeah, above but, to the nth degree. Um, and I know, I know, with my nephew James, if it wasn't for her, mm. he wouldn't have done VCE this year. Mm. He was going to drop out and just come and work, but she told him they to stay and got him into doing some um, personal training course, which oh, yeah. suited him. And yeah. you know, and then he went ahead and, and stayed for the year, mm-hmm. um, which was good. He's still done the school based apprentice, but he still went to school for three days a week. So. That's awesome. Yeah. But we need more people like yourself and Leon made in the community to do them sort of stuff. So.
4: And that's the thing, and, you know, Leon would agree with me if he was here, you don't have to be in the role that, that we are to, to do that. No. You know, it. well, what's the old saying? It takes a village to, to raise, raise a, a raise child. A child. Mm. Yeah, And, mm. and that's, you know, that's exactly what it is. You know, if you see a young person out there giving the role, support them, get yeah. behind them, yeah. you know, encourage them to continue doing great things that they're doing because, yeah. um, you know, without that support... It's pretty easy to give up mm. um, and it only takes, you know, a little bit of effort to, mm. to really encourage a child to, to develop and, and grow into a successful mm, adult. Yeah, that's
3: why I love being a um, you know, junior coach. Exactly you know, the same because thing. Because you can actually influence these kids in, yep. and see what they're doing. Yeah, you know, and you're like, teaching them more than just footy. Exactly. You teach them life you know, skills. And that's mm. what we got. Got beaten in basketball again Wednesday night, and we played the top side. But it was the best game that we played all year because we I said to them, doesn't matter what the scoreboard says, we just got to fight this out. Mm. You know, Don't give up until that final siren goes. And they did. They, mm. they knuckled down, and we only lost by six or eight points. Where that side we played was far better than us, and they mm. should have probably won by 30 was points. Was that Quinton's side? No, oh, it was, was it top. top nah, um, oh. Can't remember what they're called now, and then yeah, our boys just knuckled down and they stuck at it, which was really, really good. They they um, had a crack, and and that's what I find about the younger generation when it gets a little bit hard. If they haven't got someone to push them, they just stop. You yeah, know, it's too but, hard.
4: But you so. just you taught them perseverance, that night. Yeah, exactly.
3: And you yeah, know, and that's in life in general because we're all adults now. We all got our own work businesses kids and whatever mm. and you know, we think back to our school days when someone said to us oh they're the best days of your life and we said oh bullshit can't wait to get out of here but they were yeah, you had true? no responsibility you'd go home there was food there was clothes there was everything there mm. so oh
0: yeah year 12 was the best year oh. of my life I um, loved it, yeah, no, it although I can't remember a lot of my 20s but <laughs> up until that point year 12 you got a school, a school reunion
3: <laughs> Oh, just a bit of a catch-up on the 23rd, actually, November in Madura. What's so that, Really? 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> should have be bloody 30 well, years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly 30 years. So. Oh, yeah, no, it's um, – yeah, school friends are your best friends, mate. So yeah,
4: no, you don't forget them.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's exactly right. Um, we will let you go because you've got to get to the valedictory dinner and you've yes. got to go and chase up keys and all, all matter of other things. it's oh, just it one Friday. thing.
3: Oh, you know yes. much about the
4: Majora Conta? Yes, I do.
3: Mick James – I'll uh, put his resignation yeah, so in after,
4: well, I Mick think
3: James is th- the next Rombard boy mm-hmm. yeah. Johnny yeah,
4: James So, so yeah. Jamo was a director at, uh, yeah. at Mildura And I think after 12, or 13 years with yeah. the foundation He's decided to move on um, mm. to, to pursue another career Where's he um, going? I'm not entirely sure I oh.
3: did hear where he was going Now
4: I forgot, but yeah Yeah, oh. so um, we're, we're very sad as a foundation to see Mick go Because he, he dedicated you know, many years of his life to the program And he, he lived and breathed the program uh, and he had a really good rapport with all our boys, so um, you know we we certainly wish Mick the best of luck um, mm. going into the future, and, and you know we hope that you know we can tie in with him yeah. Yeah, going forward.
0: Who's um, who's going to take over that role?
4: Uh, that hasn't been decided. Has who's yet? your tip? Ah, uh, there's 500 of the staff <laughs> nationwide, so I couldn't give you one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They'll put someone locally in though, won't they? Because the Kwantara's all about internal advancement, aren't they? Uh, as far as a, not that I'm,
4: you know. Yeah, but yeah, but if there's a fella um, down the line who who works already for the foundation mm. who's looking to make a move, um, mm. you know, they they possibly look at doing that. Yeah. So um, best thing, you know, rest assured that everyone who is employed by the the foundation or or will be in the future, you know, will be held accountable and they'll be competent in their role. So um, I've got all the confidence that whoever comes into the role now will will kick goals and you know. You're, you're, great. P- you're the proof, really, aren't you? Ah, oh, look at me. Well,
0: yeah. look at you. You're growing trees, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're a big old mentor.
4: Oh, <laughs> benchmark. <laughs> Found his, niche. <laughs> Found his <laughs> head, niche. Edit that out.
0: <laughs> What's Millsy doing? <laughs> well, who's he working for now?
4: Yeah, so Millsy's with the uh, the Stars Foundation, so it's a very similar program to what we we run, um, yep. but it's based with the Atsy uh, Girls, so... That's right. Millsy's doing that in Muldura yep. now, and, um, yeah, by by all accounts, he's yeah, running a pretty good, pretty good show, so... Yeah. Another. The girls would love him too. Oh, he's a, he's I don't miss him because he's he's too cheeky. <laughs> I'm sick of him. Jo- There's no
0: Joe is
3: still there? Joey's still around? Yeah, Joey's still in Madre. Yep. Yeah.
4: Joey, um we've got Michael Harrodine, he works oh, yeah, yeah. in Madre now yep. as well. Yep. Uh and yep. Andrew Richardson.
3: Who's yep.
4: he? I think he was on um, He's on the batch Yeah, Yeah. 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 Old yeah. bloke. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Got
0: booted off before they went to Byron Bay. Yeah. Wow,
3: vaguely
4: remember that guy. Yeah. yeah,
0: do they not? Do they or do they not look like the same person?
4: Well, I just thought it was the same photo. Who
0: watched The Bachelor anyway? So. He did because his wife did.
4: Yeah, I was forced.
0: <laughs> forced. Yeah, I was. For- You're like my husband. I was forced to watch it while I sit there glued to the
4: television. Ah, oh, look. I mean, there was moments that I enjoyed.
0: Oh, come on. Certainly
4: enjoyed Love Island a little bit more, but that's okay. Oh, you Actually,
3: didn't. who won that?
0: <laughs> are you too serious? Oh. You two are not serious. <laughs> you hang it
3: on me. Oh, who, who are not winning that? Ah. Uh, did, yeah, didn't, uh, catch, didn't catch the
4: final. Did Cynthia win it? No. Oh, she's joking! Uh, I know that for a, yeah. for a fact. But um,
0: what is happening? What? What? What's what the, is happening what's here? You've
3: got to watch anything that Sophie Monk's on. Jeez, yeah. come on! She's
0: on it, isn't she? On it for like she's like Osha. She blows in, blows out, and that's well, when it. When she
3: blows that's in, she enough. blows in. That's enough right. for us. Yeah. Yeah, she looked good last night. I did see that. And there, ladies and gentlemen, is the
0: (laughs) male species in about 30 seconds. (laughs) Travis, go get dressed for your valedictory dinner. Put the suit on, mate. Donnie, you going to play golf?
3: No, I'm going home to babysit. Oh.
0: Ballet. Babysit? It's not babysitting. You're their father. You're going home to be I've a parent. Got, I've
3: only got one kid to babysit and he can do it himself anyway. So. Uh, uh, actually had him, I've actually had him all, had him all
0: day. Parenting. He had the
3: gastro.
4: So i had him Did all day, he? yeah. Poor
0: darling. So has so it gone through the whole house?
3: Nah, just calm on him so far. So.
4: Ooh, wait. this Samuel? He's
3: got violent diarrhoea. He was sick this morning, couldn't go to school, but when I told him, Want to come for a drive on the mule? Yep, I'm right,
0: let's yeah. go. If
4: you want
3: to change some water,
4: yep, I'm right, let's go. Oh, so that uncontrollable volume diary is, just, is bad. Yeah, There's it?
0: nothing that puts you in a more vulnerable state than oh, when you geez. have to have a bucket in front of you while you're sitting on the toilet. Yeah, yeah no. Now, not even childbirth is that humiliating, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's not. And you've both witnessed it. Yeah, that I've
3: frightened it's me, childbirth. Pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, well, you're <laughs> obviously at the wrong end. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh no! Things change. I enjoyed. Life changed forever. Oh, I
4: was gonna say I enjoyed childbirth a little bit, but it wasn't really the childbirth part that I enjoyed, was it? That uh, was a making. <laughs> yeah, it might have been that huh? making. <laughs> or was time. it
0: the getting the child at the end of
4: it? Oh, that was all right, right
0: too.
3: That was a bonus, I suppose. When you got the boy?
4: (laughs) Ah no! Oh, I'm not getting into this conversation. Yeah,
0: I was going to say I know exactly which direction this is going. I'm going to leave you both alone.
3: Uh, I'm out of here. See you, Trev. Catch you, mate.
0: Bye, both of you. Out. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven straight down the middle by the Robinvale Golf
1: Resort. Check out the new website, RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au.